and welcome to this week's This Club Is My Club, right here on North Manchester 106.6 FM. I'm your host Cockers and later in the show we'll be finding out if the women's team could progress through to the next round of the FA Cup as they took on Withenshaw Amateurs this past Sunday. But before that it's to the men's team and to Tuesday's away trip to Liversidge in the league. And to hear how the Reds got on in this one, here's FC Live with all the goals. Let's see if... Um... Well, produce some, some nice-looking football, just needing the end product. Linney, that's intended for Gribbin. Gribbin to run onto this. Can he get there? Gribbin now. Gribbin, surely. Yes! Yeah. Excellent goal by Callum Gribbin. Real composure shown there by the FC number seven. He took it, took it to his left. There was still a defender to beat, and he just almost dummy, just hesitated, waited till the, that open corner of the net there and slid it in. Bit of class there from Callan Gribbin. Atkinson with the penalty. Saved! Saved well, by his legs by Stanway. Stanway the saviour. He dived to the right but left enough of his foot there. And Atkinson tried to play it down the middle. And Armstrong does well to intercept there. Gribbin plays it back to Jones who plays it forward to Ennis. Ennis out to the... It's a long ball for Linney. Lenny, can Keep he get out. to it? Oh, he chips it beautifully! Oh, Into the goal. goal! It's a beautiful goal from Lenny! I think he may have taken one for the team, but that's the all-important second goal. A superb long ball there. Lenny gets on the end of it. 50-50 ball with a keeper. He went in bravely for it. Lenny the man, as he's so often been. Long ball forward out to the left flank. One there by De Grouchy for FC. Gabbard on back to De Grouchy, who no nonsense clearance. Lenny will try and race onto it. Lenny, Lenny, press it down, Lenny! Oh. It's 3 0! And FC United home and host. Beautiful long ball by De Grouchy. And it was perfectly placed, and Lenny bounced over the head of Lenny. Lenny took it beautifully on his chest and made the finish there. Liversidge looking to salvage something, but uh, can't make the ball stick now. And Jones plays it out of defence, plays it to the left. Armstrong with a long ball forward. Linney waits. Oh, it could fall for him. Linney with a shot. It's there! Yeah. Linney with a hat-trick. And it bounced. It came off the defender very tamely on the turn first time. And he had just a, the eye of a needle to put it past the keeper's left, which he did so. And FC United into a 4-0 lead. And they've taken this game by the scruff of the neck after a slightly uncertain period midway through the second half. And I've run away with this. FC live there from Tuesday night. So that's three straight wins for Neil Reynolds' side in the league. And to find out now if FC United could make it four wins from four, it's back over to FC Live now at Broadhurst Park as the Reds took on Marine on Saturday. Well, hello everybody and welcome to FC Live, brought to you by ConstructiveCoding.com and you lovely people, the armchair armor, and you're joining us there on a Saturday afternoon back in Mancunia. To be precise, Broaders Park, the home of FC United of Manchester, and this afternoon the home of FC United of Manchester against Marine. And joining me here is Mr. Aquatic himself. Oh, it's Woodzo. Hello, Woodzo. How are you? Oh, very good. Yeah, very good. Because Marine, like water. Yeah, I get and, it. And then Aquatic. Yeah. So, don't know what that's related to you. Uh, uh, do, you do you go swimming a lot? No. no right, okay. Go with you. I don't tell the wind that you right. sailed. Very good. Um, right. Okay. Let's set sail. Set sail. And talk about this afternoon's game. We're in good form all of a sudden. We are. And uh, it was a good performance on Tuesday night. It was. So. Yeah, it was very good. I enjoyed Tuesday night. We uh, 
albeit against a, a team who I think will be battling the, 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 the wrong end of the table, if we're being honest. What was more pleased? I think we, I think we didn't say it at half-time because it happened before, afterwards, but we weathered that 15 minutes where they got that dodgy penalty and whatnot, and we weathered it really well without any too many problems. And that, that could be re- re- relative to who we played, but you know, it was, it was a good save and it carried on. Mr Stanway's good form from, from last Saturday. Epic um, form. Epic form. Is He's anyone going to get past him? Is that going to happen today? I'm not going to say that. I mean, to be fair, Marine scored a lot midweek, didn't four. they? Hayden yeah. Christensen, eggs of this parish. Yes. So Hayden Christensen, he's, he did Star Wars. He did Star Wars, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, what we meant. Anakin Skywalker, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, 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 Hayden. He, scored, he played for us last year, didn't score for us. Paul, Hayden. Campbell, not <laughs> Christensen. He's Anakin Skywalker, like you say. He, he didn't score Patrick for Marine the other night. He might have done. No, uh, don't force it anyway, what's out. Right, OK, so... Can FC United make it four wins yes, on the bounce in the league? Definitely can. Definitely can. It's going to be good. I've just been talking to Dave, who I know from Marine, and we, you know, we both agree it should be a good game. Both teams scored four midweek. Uh, neither team conceded midweek. Nil nil, innit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nailed on. <laughs> Absolutely nailed on. Nil nil draw. <laughs> um, what's, your, what's your thoughts on, on how Regan Linney is doing at the minute because um, he made the goal on Saturday. He certainly was involved in some goals Tuesday night. That's all four uh, of them. Well, yeah, the through ball as well, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Um, it was weird on Tuesday night because I thought he had, for, for his standard, a relatively quiet game. He did okay, but he had a relevant, relatively quiet game. And then he had a mad eight minutes where he just seemed to, every time he touched the ball, he, he was going to score a goal. Um, I gave Grippy Man of the match. I would have given in it my. I mean, I, we, I, we, we, yeah. You asked me before we left, and yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I was out. Numbered, uh, yeah, and, and yeah. you know, it's it's you know what the commentary team are like. It's like oh, shiny things, hat trick. Oh, and, exactly. and that, that. Well, I made but reference to him, I actually put saying, you know, despite the hat trick, his ninety-minute performance was outstanding. Linny's there, but Linny was, but Gribbins there as well. Yes, I'm saying, and he's, but these two together, you know, the Curzon game, two of the goals yes. that we scored yeah, 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 came yeah, from yeah. Gribbin down the right hand side, yeah, yeah, yeah. and again on Tuesday night, very much involved. Absolutely. Uh, is there enthusiasm and optimism starting to creep into FC United at the moment? I think I think so, and, and, and rightly so. Definitely. Will it ever catch on? I'm not sure it'll catch on and be popular, <laughs> but you know, you never know, do you? But I mean, you know, and I say it a lot of times uh, at halftime and whatnot that if we play, we will give most, if not all, teams a game. And if we play and give people a game, we'll probably win more than we'll lose. However, as I've just said today, but from Marine there. There's no middle ground with us. If we're poor, we're poor. There's no sort of, we played all right and scrapes a 1-0. We either win and play brilliantly or we play awfully and lose. And I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. I think it's a bad thing, isn't it? <sighs> yeah, because you'd rather... I mean, to be fair, no, I could... You'd rather po- pick up points in, in, point in the bad g- performance. I, I could point to games where we... Like, I mean, Witten was the game where we didn't play particularly well, but we got the job done. Um, yeah. That yeah. was what we saw on Tuesday night, actually. If, if we go back to the start of the second half... Liversidge were coming back into it, and, and we just dug in. We did really well to... Now, whether or not, you know, if we'd have been playing South Shields and they'd have had a 15-minute spell like that, whether we'd have come out unscathed, I don't know. You, you know, you can only play what's in front of you to pull out the old FC Radio cliché box. We should have been clear out of sight at half-time. We said that at half-time on Tuesday, shouldn't we? That was, that was the one thing that may have come back to haunt us. It didn't in the end. We did really well, and it was a good win. We can carry that on today and get, like I say, get four out of four. It takes us into South Shields on Tuesday, and then, and then of course, then the, the issue then is: do, you, do we do we want to draw with South Shields and put the game off on Tuesday, or do we want to 
win today and then carry that on to them on Tuesday? You know, on, on, on Tuesday, that's that's the question. Keep the farm going. Yeah, that's, what, that's what we're hoping for. Uh, just in case you don't know what we're talking about, the FA Cup is happening. I don't know what the FA Cup is. What's what is that? But anyway, the FA Cup, some competition. Match, don't worry about yeah, it. it's happening. F- uh, South Shields taking on Mass United. A draw and Tuesday night's game is not on. Uh, so I'm hoping that there's a result somewhere or the other and uh, we get the league game played on Tuesday but before that we've got FC United taking on Marine this afternoon Woodsell big thank you for joining us let's hear from the gaffer now here's Neil Reynolds well Neil a big thank you for joining us pre-match um, we're in great form at the moment after after the past week uh, what, what's the mood in the dressing room like heading into this game against Marine I think obviously man, it's good but it's been good uh, it's been good all season you know even when we got beat there's a, there's a great group in there when you win games of football obviously everyone goes up a gear it is nice to say you've won the last three league games and you know we won our last game here and we've had two clean sheets on the bounce but you know we know we can be better you know and, and we're playing a really good side today and, and Neil Young's Marine side I'm a good mate with Neil you know we're just talking in 15 minutes and you know it's going to be a good game of football but the mood is it's buoyant and it's interesting this pre-match chat it's the first pre-match chat we've had in a few weeks where it's a settled team um, so I mean how's, how's um, the training been this week and how, how are the lads um, gelling it's nice when you can get in on training especially it's nice when you can get on training on the back of a good win yeah. or two good wins and you can work on a few things and, and who knows you know I might be able to feel the f- same 11 for the first time you know, which is unheard of today and I, and I just said that same to Youngie I said that's what we really struggled and you know at times people don't see that uh, or people choose not to see it uh, but it's nice when we've got you know options available and I could turn around to the bench and go listen I can't change it today on the back of a 4-0 win and everyone, and everyone buys into it but you know, like I said training we, we continue to work on you know, a 4-2-3-1 our shape and set pieces and it gives us a chance that everyone's now training you haven't got people in the medical room so you know, everyone's getting an understanding of what we're doing Oh great stuff and obviously Marine today um, they've had a, a decent start and they picked up a big win didn't they midweek uh, so uh, this should be like you say an entertaining game hopefully yeah, and we've had the opportunity now. We brought Brian back. Brian went to go and watch it, and he's done a match report. And the lads got the match report on on Thursday night, and, and kind of the the key dangers at Marino Poles. But they're a good side. Uh, they've obviously benefited massively from the Tottenham game last season. I was just talking to Youngie about it then. You know, with their infrastructure and also the wage bill, which is great because they've had to live, you know, week to week for a number of years of Marine. So it, it is nice for clubs to have that success and be able to, you know, kind of reinvest it into the football club. So that's what he's done. Uh, I've looked at his side on paper. They're very good. You know, whether or not it's uh, Wardle at centre-half, you know, he's Hayden Campbell, Keelan Adams, who was a bigger admirer of it when he played at Clitheroe. You know, and he goes right through the team, Lussie. So it's going to be a good game of football, but what you'll see today is two footballing teams. You know, that's how Youngie plays, that's the way I play, and hopefully, you know, that'll open up and the fans from both teams will, will, uh, will enjoy the game. Now, uh, obviously, we've uh, picked up three straight wins, uh, but there was a midweek home win, but the two away wins. It'd be good to keep that momentum going here at Broadhurst Park wouldn't it yeah I think so we'll put away season tickets on sale is that what it is uh, <laughs> yeah, it's good, so it's yeah I quite, I quite like that uh, but no listen it, it, it's always good to be back at home we've got this is the first of four games at home you know three league and a one trophy game so we, there's nothing better than walking into the stadium and, and, and looking at this pitch which is which is immaculate credit to the ground staff Andy O'Sullivan etc but you know we want to build a fortress here we want to win football games and, and you know we started against Matlock you know we then you know, we, we blipped against Curzon, but you know that's the FA Cup, and then hopefully we can we can put a run together. But I think you know we teams don't need an added incentive to beat us. They always want to beat us, but then when you've won three on the spin, you know teams will go up another level to beat. You. So it's good. You know we're, we're we're flying high, confidence is high. 
but that's all in the past and it's about today because come quarter five if we don't put a good performance on and get the results you know people are right to you know have a moan etc and that's what will happen so we're ready we're ready and, and hopefully it's going to be a good game of football and we get the points well Neil big thank you for joining us pre-match and Cheers, uh, all the best today well good afternoon everybody and welcome to SC Live brought to you by constructivecoding.com and you lovely people the armchair army and you join us here back in North Manchester live here at Broadhurst Park as FC United and Manchester take on Marine this afternoon in the follow-up to the Tuesday night classic in West Yorkshire where FC United beat Liversidge by four goals to nil. Stato Paul was with me that evening and we had a delightful evening, didn't we, Paul? Good evening. <laughs> We've left <Yeah>. now. <laughs> how, how was... How, yeah, it was a good evening. It was a yeah. good evening. Yeah. It's, uh, it's something asked uh, Woods though, but it feels like we've got a bit of momentum all of a sudden. And dare I say it, Paul, optimism. Yeah, the, the, there's that momentum thing that people always talk about when you've won a few games. Today is really the acid test, whether we can transfer it to Broadhurst Park, where we've struggled notably in the last few seasons. And we need to start winning home games with four in a row coming up in 11 days. Regan Linney at the moment, he's had a... An under-the-radar season, but he is scoring a lot of goals. And, you know, he's, he wants to be a number nine, and he's proving to be a very handy number nine to have for us this season. Joint top scorer in the division with uh, two players at Warrington Rylands. Stiff test, though, this afternoon. Marine have only conceded eight goals, I think, so far. Bit of a mean defence. Neil Young is manager, of course. He was manager of Colwyn Bay when they beat us in the playoff final. And then oh, why are you bringing that up now? Chester when they got promoted, so promotion specialist. Absolutely, and obviously Marine buoyed by promotion, uh, winning the playoffs last year, but also that Tottenham game in the FA Cup during COVID. Um, they've done very well out of it, and you know when, when we go to Marine, they've got a brand new pitch. I hope the bus stop is still there, though. I, I, do, I, I, do. I, think, I, I can't see it. It's probably a listed building, isn't it, the bus stop? <laughs> Well, I know there's a plaque there commemorating our commentaries in the past. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we should say we're joined by a special guest from the Armchair Army uh, who's, who's bought his way on, dear listener. That, that's how, <laughs> how, you, how you get on here. Can, can you buy your uh, way off? <laughs> um, John Darwin joins us. Hello, John. How are you? Very well, thanks. Nice to be here. Fa- thank you for, for your contribution. Not to the radio, it's for, it's for the pitch. And the, the pitch is looking lovely, as, as everyone can, can see um, on, on the radio. You'll have to take my word for it. But, John, what, what's your thoughts on, on the mood at the club more generally, if you can speak on behalf of the terraces? I think there's definitely more optimism. Uh, obviously, we've, the last three games have been great. Uh, three wins in a row, quite rare in recent times. And I think uh, bringing Brian Richardson's back is a, is, uh, is a good move help us I think with the scouting for future opponents so I feel good at the moment it's something I, I watched the Damned United the other the other night and there is an, there very is, good film it is a very good film but there is an element of, of Peter that. Taylor yeah isn't yeah. there yeah. I only noticed it the other night when I watched it for the fifth time in my life I don't life. think he went begging though I don't <laughs> no. think he went on his knees no no certainly not uh, but Brian scouted Marine uh, midweek 4-0 they won in that midweek game Paul that's it's destined to be nil-nil then, isn't it, and, by, and, by, our, by our reckoning? Aidan Campbell getting a hat-trick. He's, uh, he's obviously a man on form. Yes. Just the, just the form at the moment, John, as well. Um, you know, we scored four goals on, on Tuesday night. Very good to watch. With the loanees that have come in, Brian coming back. Someone made the point on the forum um, that it's very similar to the 2014-15 season in the slowish start, yep. get, getting some momentum going. I win today, and do, do we start to do hashtags and believe and all that stuff? 
I think we'll get in the playoffs. Uh, I mean, it's interesting. Our home form is uh, similar to Marines' away form, hmm. yeah. um, and I think I think we've won one, drawn one, and lost two at home, or something similar to that. And Marines similar away form. Uh, uh, we've been obviously we've been really good away. So I think when we play here, sometimes we're not as confident as as how we are away. Maybe we play differently, but um, we haven't really made this ground into a fortress, have we? Can that happen, Paul? Well, interestingly, you said that because if you look at the Liversidge game, all four goals were on counter-attack, weren't they? We don't get that luxury at Broadhurst, I'm afraid. It's very rare. Besides, tend to set up to contain and we struggle in in that that respect. That was the same at Warrington, wasn't it? It was a counter-attacking goal, really. And, and, you know, we soaked up all that pressure. Um, One thing we can say, the full-backs, the new full-backs who've come in, that they've really added something. I mean, there was a, a moment in the first half at Liversidge where the left back crosses it into the back post and it's being met on the head by the right back. That's what Neil likes yeah. from his full backs. So he seems to have cracked it with these two loan signings. Absolutely. We're missing Adam Dodd, but I think uh, we've got two good loan signings here. Um, good attacking and defending. And um, I think just adds to the team. Adding to the team, Stanway. What, yeah, do you, what do you make of his penalty save and, and just his general demeanour well, at the moment? I think you've already touched on that earlier earlier today that we had inside knowledge on the uh, penalty taker, which helped on uh, Tuesday. One one strange thing we've got this afternoon is two unchanged sides, believe it or not. Yeah, Neil was saying about uh, it's a luxury because I was saying this is the first interview we've done for about three weeks where it's a, it's a, a been no changes to the squad or anything like that. But he's gone further. It's there's no change to the team, which is. Well, unheard of this season. Difficult, difficult to change Tuesday night's lineup. What did you make of Michael Donahue's performance, and I, how important is he more generally? I think, like, like we said on the evening, I think he, he ran the midfield pretty much, and um, him and Vincent did did a lot of good work in the first hour, and it was very noticeable when we started making changes. The the grip we had on the midfield wasn't quite the same after that. And James, uh, who will be joining us in the in the commentary box shortly, um, big fan of James Vincent for obvious reasons, and. How important do you think it is, John, that you know, with Michael Potts taking a sabbatical, we've replaced him with a player who's been there, done that, got the T-shirt and that level of experience as well? Well, it's vital to have someone strong in midfield, simple as that, really. Vincent has got a 100% record from four outings, so it's on the level today. And it was mentioned on Tuesday night just the fact he could only play 60 minutes. Hopefully he could play 65 today and then 75 and then by the end we'll have this amazing midfield. And it's an amazing midfield anchored by Charlie Ennis. Apart from the mad dummy he did in midfield where... It almost cost us a goal. Yeah. Neil singled him out for special praise. And I think Charlie Ennis, John, is, is performing very well at the moment. Just a, a, talking about Vincent's level of intelligence. Just those two in midfield and Donahue buzzing around. I think when everyone's fit, he's going to be... It's going to drive us forward. I, think. Um, I agree. Um, and by the way, in my extensive research for today's game, I realised that I think we played Marine 15 times and we've won nine of those games. So I think that's cause for optimism in itself. Well, thank you, Stasel John. Where, where were you then, Paul? You, you never I, mentioned that, I did you? I can go home then. I'll get, <laughs> I'll get my coat. Talking about the history of this fixture, I can remember a lot of 5-2s. I can remember Matty Wolferden scoring a, a Wilder. Um We've had some good games against this lot, haven't we, in the past? We had a game at the Thames side against them where they were two up and we won 5-2. I don't even remember that one. Marine have never beaten us in a league game on the, at their own ground. The only time they've beaten us at Marine 
was that trophy tie, which was the last meeting. That was 2017, so it's, it's of five course, years since uh, we played them. Of course, stats are there to be broken, and it was only uh, a couple of weeks ago someone was saying, Curzon have never beaten FC United oh, yeah. away, yeah. and then they did. So yeah. we've got can't just go into this game with stats, we've got to be on it, haven't we, John? We have, and of course, the team's change and the squad's change year to year, but I'm still optimistic today. Uh, is there anything else we should know about this, this fixture and uh, any of the, the players for Neil Young's side and anything of, of interest that might pop up today? Um, they've got an interesting sign-in, new sign-in, uh, Sol Solomon, who's on the bench, who scored 40-odd goals for Jersey Bulls. Do you remember Jersey Bulls, who yes. we were in pre-season with? That's a very interesting move to go to somewhere like Jersey Bulls and get a player. Lucas Weir is son of uh, David Weir, who's Scotland and Everton defender. Right. If you remember David yes, Weir. Yes, I do. His, his son's wearing number seven this afternoon. Right, so. Anything else? No, that'll do. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> well, on that note, it's now time to hand over to our expert commentary team. This is SCLI, brought to you by ConstructedCoding.com, and you lovely people, the armchair army. It's FC United against Marine, and here's your expert commentary team. It's Stato Paul, Mr John Darwin, and Mr James Quinn. Ross takes it, plays it back to uh, Vincent. Vincent back to Gribbin. Gribbin plays it out to the left flank there. Linear nods it down. It's for uh, Donahue to chase, but uh, Ferguson will deal with it, play it down the line, but cut out by Armstrong. Now with Linny. First time ball in nicely. Lovely ball. Back. Linny with a chance. Straight oh. to the keeper. Chance for Degrushi. Blasted over the bar. Well, it was lovely football from FC, but what was wanting was Linney there, who put it straight at the keeper. And he's a bit cross with himself, I think. Best chance of the game so far, John. Yeah, he had time to pick his angle, really, and put it, put it to, I think, the keeper's left. Jones, thinking about a long delivery. Chasing it is Gribbin. It's a lovely ball. Gribbin there. Gribbin! And now Linney, surely! And it's a goal! What a great ball from Curtis Jones! Gribbin did well, just flicked it out there. The keeper was committed, and uh, Linney waited an open goal, and Linney's got the goal, have it back now. His fourth in two games. FC United, 23 minutes gone, a goal to the good. The ball finds its way out to uh, Hayden Campbell. Hayden Campbell with the shot, and a fine save from Stanway. Oh, great-looking speculative shot there from uh, Aidan Campbell, which was heading for the top corner, and Stanway, equal to it, outstretched arm, tip of his fingers, pushes it wide. I think it was going in, John. It was definitely going in. It was a good, good save and uh, a good strike by the uh, ex-FC United low knee. Jack de Grouchy with the throw to Vincent, inside to de Grouchy. Played back to Palinkas, and a little bit of pressure from Adams, has to play it all the way back to Stan. Oh, Stanway! And uh, really lucky there, he tried to clear it. Adams got on the end of it um, and uh, just bounced so far enough away from Adams so that Stanway could smuggle it away, but more pressure now. Comes in now, Adams on the edge of the line. Left-footed shot, goal, 1-1. Well, it stemmed, I'm afraid, from Stanway making the mistake initially. FC making a hurried clearance of the ball. Came through to Adams, and Adams with a lovely finish on the turn. Perfect finish. And we said it'd be a lot to, uh, to beat Stanway. Well, Stanway... Had no chance there, beautifully placed to his left-hand side. It's 1-1. Three minutes to go. Long ball forward. Picked up there as an up and under from Marine. Hayden Campbell into the box. Hayden Campbell. Oh, it's Sean Smith. Brilliant save, but the rebound is on. A shot and punched over the bar by the keeper there. And, uh, well, 
Stanway once more to the rescue. And it remains 1-1, but it's a corner to Marine. It's uh, Donahue goes up outside the box. It's picked up by Dante Gabidon. On the turn is Jones trying to flick it through. Rodwell Grant can't control. On the break now, Marine. Three on one. Played through. And it's a real chance, Solomon. And a foul. Well, it goes over. And there's going to be... Is there a discussion now about a possible red card? It was through. And, you, and uh, there was contact with Jones. Sending him off. Red card. Jones... Uh, well, Paul, can we have your thoughts on that? Because you're closer. I, I thought Armstrong had got round. Yeah, I thought there was cover as well. But the assistant, I think the assistant saw the foul and then he was asked by the referee and I think he's, he's given him some poor advice there. And there goes the final whistle. It's a draw. And FC's attempt to uh, continue the winning run is thwarted here by a determined Marine side who gave a good account of themselves and in my own view, had the better of the second half. FC had a little spate of uh, pressure towards the end, a couple of chances, but uh, there just wasn't any uh, coherence from FC in that second half. The changes didn't seem to affect things positively. Uh, John Darwin, your thoughts? Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, in the end, Marine were by far a more dominant team. They'd probably be more disappointed to come away with a draw. Uh, I think FC's front formation didn't work particularly well either in the first or second yeah, half yeah. the focus of the attack just wasn't yeah, quite yeah. right I thought both defences were in charge for most of the game, I know Marine had a lot of chances, or a lot more chances than FC I thought yeah. Blinkers and Jones for FC and I think it was Wardle and Spittle for Marine at the centre of the defence and also Marine's right back um, Joseph, Joe Ferguson uh, were really, really dominant today wasn't a disappointing game in terms of I wasn't bored. I enjoyed enjoyed the experience commentating with you, James. But uh, I'll settle for the one-one draw at the end of the day. Yeah, I think LFC home to South Shields. I assume that there wasn't a fight back in the FA Cup. No. South Shields won fighting. So uh, FC go to uh, greet the faithful at the end. Unbeaten though, still the run continues. It's not a disastrous. Not no. a disastrous result. I mean, I I agree with you, John. I, th I think Marine came here. And battled, pressed, and didn't give FC a chance really of getting too much of a foothold. Yeah. So, I think we'll take the point. <laughs> yeah. Just to touch upon the referee, yeah. it was a, a really odd refereeing performance that for both teams really. It just there was no. It, it, it was strangely inconsistent and uh, ineffectual. Really. Is there an argument to say that Rodwell? If I come to you, Paul, for this bit. Rodwell Grant was kind of fouled out of it a lot of the time. We can let them know where the club shop is if they want a top. They don't have to get his, do they? I think it was symbolic of the game that the referee allowed a lot of challenges to go unpunished all over the pitch. And just to balance it out, Armstrong over there before, he, he, more or less close, that would have been a foul in rugby league. It was a high tackle, wasn't it? Yeah, so you can, you can look at things in isolation, but in general, the referee would say he allowed the game to flow. Other people would say he didn't keep up with the game and give the decisions, but you know it's a matter of opinion, isn't it? Which who are we going with, by the way? Tim, Tim's waving at me down here. We, I, I'd go with Palinkas. Yeah, I'd yeah. give it Donahue. Hello, how are you? You're right. the, the other I'd thing, I'd give it Donahue. Fair point. The other thing <laughs> I'd say about Donahue is his, his assets aren't best used in that position. I know it's an important position. There's no 
position more important, but I don't know. I just think he's better as uh, an attacking threat. I, we di- I didn't see his eyes, but I get the impression his eyes rolled to the back of his head when he, he was put to right back. But he's such a quality player. He can literally play anywhere. And, and when he went to right back, he, well, he still was the best player in a red shirt, in my humble opinion, but we give it to Palinkas. South Shields on Tuesday night, uh, just, to, just to say. And we will be hearing from Neil Reynolds shortly. What do you reckon Neil's take's going to be on, on this? Uh, well, I mean, I, you can't argue with the fact that, I mean, the actual man of the match, who I'm going to give it to, is going to be Marine's right back, because he pretty much well, summed up He pretty much summed up what Marine were about. They're yeah. physical, they're in your face. Um, certainly the referee didn't give us anything, but he never gave Marine that much, really, to be honest, either. And when you look at the stats, look at Marine's shots. Yeah. They peppered FC United this afternoon. Not many teams do that here. They, they normally park the bus, don't they? But Marine haven't done that. Um, so, you know, like I said, may, maybe the draw's a good result. Um, I'm going to take my leave, gents. John, big thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed thank it. Thank you very much. And, uh, thank you, John. Lovely to see you. Good luck with everything. Good luck with the book. And the book, of course, is called, John? Ultra Silence. Ultra Silence. And that comes out... 24th of October. 24th of October. Flapjackpress.co.uk. And the launch <laughs> is on the... 1st of November at the Central Library in Manchester. That's great. OK, well, we've got um, Neil with us. Well, thanks for joining us, Neil. Um, Nudged up to 8th. Um, would it be fair to say the FC ran out of ideas a bit in the second half? I think two really good football sides. To be honest with you, two really good football sides, I think, cancelled each other out. I think for 25 minutes in the first half, James, I thought we were excellent. We conceded a needless goal when we were on top. I think it hit us hard. And then I think second half, you know, there was times where our football was fluid and we got into the final third and just couldn't get that last bit. I thought they got in the final third and were really good and tested Will. But I think in the whole middle of the park, and me and Youngie were talking, we cancelled each other out because they were worried about us and we were worried about them. And you're going to get that, you know, and, and I'm trying to kind of get instructions on from the sidelines, trying to get us to change our shape a little bit, throw on attacking subs, but... It wasn't to be. And the withdrawal of Donahue to right back, and obviously Vincent has to come up with the yeah. Did that sort of remove authority from the midfield? Yeah, yeah. And, and listen, I, I don't mind telling people, you know, young Jack was having a wobble today. You know, he was distraught at our time. He's 18 year old and he had a tough time today. Will he start choosing? You know, of course he will. He's just had an off day. And, you know, we, sometimes as a manager, you just got to rescue him before you do too much damage. And we rescued Jack today. And Donna's dropped in there. But like you said, we, we lost the. Maybe the impetus, the forward drive. Vinny got a bang on his knee, but you know that was all right. We got 73 minutes out of him today, and he's building up to you know 80, 90 minutes. So, yeah, it's where we are at the minute. But listen, you're going to ask me, we're chuffed for four games unbeaten, and we're yeah. happy. Um, substitutions probably not giving the impact that you would have you'd have wished. No, for. no, they didn't. You know, and the three attacking players in in, in Joe, uh, in Dante, and in Woolers. Uh, maybe you know. Maybe he's Dante not up to the speed yet, but there's going to be a player there. You know, Joel started out last couple, was he a bit rusty maybe, and Woolers is coming back from a long-term injury. So we've got to get him back out, you know, and, and it's good that they've had that 45 minutes because they'll get better, they'll get better. Uh, but it's for me, I'm not too despondent today because I, I think it was two good football sides that went toe-to-toe with each other. Um, Ronald Grant seemed to be getting a bit fed up with it the treatment he was getting. Um, but is, that, is, is he a young player who's going to have to learn how to handle dealing with experienced big centre-backs? You get centre thrown backs. around in this league, don't you? They're experienced. And that's why he's here. That's why he's come from Wigan, to learn that trade. You know, if he goes back to, what, are they in the, the League One or the Championship, you know, the, the, he's going to come across bigger and uglier centre-halves than he's coming up against at the minute. And, and he's a big boy. 
Uh, and, and if I were playing centre-half for Marine today, I would have tried to throw him around as well. Uh, and, and he's just got to, he's got to learn, he's got to adapt, and, but that's why he's here. That's why he's here, and, and I'm sure he'll learn a lot from today. Uh, any thoughts on the sending off? Do you think that uh, uh, there was a cover from the left side, or do you think it was... Well, uh, you, you've got a better view from Well, I you? felt it... I thought he would go off. There was another view that, that um, producer Ben thought that Armstrong was around on the cover. I, I we'll, think it's we'll, very we'll look, tight. We'll look at it. And, and listen, if there's grounds for an appeal, we'll, mm. we'll put something in. If not, we've just got to accept it. just a it. one game. You know, band, we, yeah. We're just going to have to accept it. Um, so, St- Stan Wayne, first little error, but still a couple of yeah. great saves. Yeah, gutty for him. You know, and, and as a goalkeeper, you make a mistake. And, uh, and when, it, when, it, when, when they punish you, you know, that's the thing that you remember. But I said at half time to the lads, let's not forget we came away from Warrington with three points because of Will Stanway. We, you know, we won the up at Liversedge and he saved the penalty because of Will Stanway. And, you know, you're there to make mistakes. But I thought he didn't affect him. I thought his overall performance was excellent. We've got a really good keeper on our hands. So finally, um, home to South Shields, who will be on the back of a thrashing to mask in the cup today. So uh, what sort of game are you expecting? I thought they would. You know, I didn't expect a replay and, and no disrespect to mask. I don't think the they, they stood a chance. I think when South Shields go through the gears, they're really good. But, you know, we know what it's like. We, we enjoy playing South Shields. There's a really good rivalry. And a, you know, and a good record. Really. And a good record and two really good football sides. And uh, it's important that we stamp our authority on that game, you know, and, and they're going to do. But I think it'll be an open end-to-end game. You're going to ask me, am I going to sit in? Are we going to try and contain him? No. You know, I want to attack him. I want to get forward. I want to get through the lines. And, and I'm really looking forward to, to the game of football. I always enjoy playing South Shields uh, and we're going into it James That's, you know people listen oh, we're going into it four games we'll beat them, which is at any, at any level of football is incredible you know incredible and I did say I said to the lads in there can we get four points out of the next two games Marine and Shields so can we go and beat Shields now that's the you know the ultimate question and at the end of the day it's, it's two sets of 11 playing against each other and anything can happen on the night and, and I'm sure that they'll do the homework on us we've done the homework on them and and I think everybody will, will really enjoy Tuesday night's game. FC United manager Neil Reynolds there. And as discussed, FC returned to action on Tuesday night with the Reds hosting South Shields at Broadhurst Park. Kickoff on Tuesday night will be at 7.45pm. But if you cannot make this game in person, then why not tune in to FC Live? The broadcast begins at 7.30pm, live across North Manchester on North Manchester 106.6 FM and across the world on fc-radio.co.uk. UK. While on Saturday, FC United will be taking on Liversidge once again, but this time in the FA Trophy. Kickoff in Manchester this weekend will be at 3pm. Admission for both this FA Trophy tie, as well as the midweek league fixture with South Shields, will be pay on the gate. £12 for adults, £7 concessions, £3 under 18s, while under 5s are free with a paying adult. But as always, if you cannot make this weekend's game, then we'll of course have full commentary on fc-radio co.uk from 2:30 p.m. on Saturday afternoon to the women's team now and on Sunday FC United travelled to Hollyhedge Park to take on Wivenshaw Amateurs in the second qualifying round of this season's FA Cup to find out now how the Reds got on let's hand over to Ben and Paul in South Manchester well good afternoon everybody and welcome back to women's team live and you join us here at the home of Wivenshaw Amateurs and this afternoon in the home of Women's Charmeters against FC United of Manchester in the Women's FA Cup. Stato Paul's with me for this game here in the sunshine, all of a sudden. Been here before, Paul, haven't we, for an FA Youth Cup match? Yeah, which um, ended up going to penalties and we were on the wrong end of, unfortunately. So we're hoping for better prospects today at the end of the game. Now, Paul, just to highlight, we did 
say last week we were going to be playing Macclesfield at the Moss Rose, but this isn't the Moss Rose. Why are we here? I think it was another unregistered player that's befallen uh, Macclesfield, so um, Withenshaw reinstated, so here we are. We spoke to James, obviously, last week about the importance of the FA Cup. Done fairly well in the qualifying rounds. Got through to the first round a couple of times, but he wants to go one better this time. But it's it's tough, isn't it? Because, you know, this is a banana skin here today. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like the, the opposition have got nothing to lose here today. They've already been knocked out of the composition once, so this is a free hit for them. We've got to adapt to their pitch, the way they play. Obviously, they're a, a lower level than we are, so they could be quite enthusiastic and put a lot into this game. So, yeah, it, it's, not, uh, it's not easy by any means. We discussed this when we were doing um, the FA Youth Cup. This club has done well, hasn't it? It's, it's come from the Manchester League and these facilities are superb. The clubhouse is excellent. As they showed that evening in the FA Youth Cup, they've got a quality youth side. Here they are with a yeah. women's team as well. It's uh, they're, they're very much a developing club and um, they're certainly going to improve their status in all levels, I think, given time. Well, in the sunshine here in South Manchester, FC United about to get this game underway. O'Gara. Crosses that ball in. It's just beyond Hayes. It was a great ball in. It breaks to Smith on this right-hand side. Smith cleared again by Wimish Armitage. Back to Olivia Smith on the right-hand side. The overlap is on from O'Gara. O'Gara to the near post. Cleared only as far as Ogden. Shoots. Good hands from the goalkeeper. First shot on target from FC United. Yeah, a bit more promise in that. Beginning to get balls into the box now and ask a few more questions of the Withenshaw side. Chambers, just in front of the home dugout, plays the ball back to Clancy. Kansa, good diagonal ball here to this right-hand side to O'Gara. O'Gara down the line, appeals to side, but she's being played on, Olivia Smith. Smith into the box on the right, still with the ball, Olivia Smith, still with the ball, plays it there, square to Hayes, who's onside. Hayes, it's a tap-in. 1-0 the score, Paul, that's uh, great stuff there from Kansa's ball first to O'Gara, but then the work from Olivia Smith. It was all teed up for Ash Hayes in the end, and she scores again. Yeah, she's making a habit of this. Good unselfish play to set her up there. And FC, I suppose, it's been coming for the last two or three minutes, a goal. Well, free kick to Wimish Amateurs. Skipper takes it. Chambers wins the ball back down the left-hand side. And she's got space to move into. Chambers still with the ball, driving towards the penalty air. Launches a shot from distance. Hits the bar. This isn't done yet. Hayes is there. Hayes heads the ball back here to Smith on the right-hand side. Smith from the right, crosses this ball in. Ball too close to the goalkeeper, though. But uh, there was Chambers again, but this time hitting the bar, Paul. Bit unlucky there, Chambers. I think she advanced possibly slightly further than she could have done, and that meant the ball didn't dip the way she could have made it dip. But uh, it's one of those things. Sliding challenge there. Ball breaks to Smith. Smith back to O'Gara. O'Gara. Good ball for Reeves. Reeves is onside. Reeves crosses his ball, and it takes a wicked deflection, which... Made the ball trickle towards the near post. The goalkeeper had already moved to the far post for the cross that had come in, but just got back in time, Paul. Just needed a bit more legs on it and it would have crept in the near post. First time ball in from Smith, cleared on the edge of the penalty area, only as far as O'Gara, but O'Gara can't control it. Long ball forward, and this is going to break for North. Donald in no man's land. Good sliding challenge, though, by Donald. And uh, that that was almost... The opening that Wivers Schermitters have been looking for. That was 30-70, I think. Yeah, Reeves keeps the ball in play by the byline. Reeves to O'Gara. O'Gara crosses that ball in. It's defended, though. And here's Chambers. Chambers on the left-hand side of the box now. Going one way, going another. Shot comes into the near post. And Chambers 
doubles FC United's lead. I think it did take a little a little nick on the way, didn't it? And yeah. it beat Graves at last. And FC United, just moments after Wivenshaw got that ball they've been looking for through the middle, FC United have, have made it slightly more comfortable at last. It just fizzed in low at the near post, uh, just inside the near post, and uh, the poor keeper did her best, but it was it was quite a good effort, that. Diagonal ball there into the box. It gets to Dixon. Dixon! And it's free. Great ball from Chambers. Well measured. It was almost perfect. And Dixon there with uh, a cool finish. And uh, in a matter of seconds, FC United have gone 3-0 up, Paul. 61 seconds. Two goals in 61 seconds. Here's uh, Chambers now. Chambers driving through the middle. It opens up for Chambers. She shoots. And that is 4-0. A second for Chambers. And this was always the danger, wasn't it, for Wivensham? It is there. They're very good, organised first half. But as soon as that goal happened at the start of the second half, FC United have had the tails up. And momentum's a, a powerful thing in sport, especially in football. And FC United are making it tell now. That's 54 minutes, so it's three goals in four minutes. O'Gara there, great ball to find Chambers. Chambers is going to have a dig. Oh, good save by the goalkeeper. Once again, good ball forward. And the number nine is onside and a shot on goal. And she, it's Avery who scores. It was a fine finish. Paul, I do have to question whether she was on or not, though, Paul. It's a bit touch and go, but that's the first goal the women have conceded this season. Yeah, Lauren Avery there. Full credit to uh, the Amids there. Yeah. And to be fair, I think after the first half performance, they probably deserve that. O'Gara sprinting for the short corner, gets it from Dixon. O'Gara now crosses it in from the right. And there's Bertrissel. And I, I think that might be her first goal for FC. Bertrissel there with a good reading of that cross. But I think we've got to give that to O'Gara. She sprinted over to get that ball from that corner. She got it, crossed it in, goal, 5-1. And that's the end. Oh, there we go. Full time here at Tolly Hedge Park and uh, FC United with a 5-1 win. A good half, though. First half from Wivisham. It is uh, an organised defensive line. Good goalkeeping. Made it 1-0 at half-time. A mere 1-0 at half-time to FC United, who were frustrated by the hosts. In the second half, I think the instruction was from James Mulvihill, tempo, increase the tempo. We saw centre-backs and overlaps. We saw Kirsty Chambers driving more into the penalty area and before you know it, it was 4-0 um, with uh, Kirsty Chambers scoring a brace in, in, in four minutes in that second half. However, the story of the game really is the crossing, the finishing. FC United didn't really put this game to bed all that well, if the truth be known. And Wivisham has got a goal back, didn't they? But then Neve Bertrissel right at the end made it a bit more convincing. Yeah, I think in terms of motivation at 4-0 the players found it a bit difficult to keep that level and I think James will have noted that at 4-0 the game kind of meandered a bit we'd got the game won and it was difficult for the players to keep to that high level and to be fair the, the home side deserved a goal for the efforts they put into this game let's talk about uh, the uh, player of the match Lucy Graves um, just to confirm the stats Paul 10 saves 10 saves the majority of them have been really good saves they've not been right at her so she's certainly a candidate for Wivish Amateurs FC point of view. Um, O'Gara has been good. I, th I think, you know, like we said, she, she made that fifth goal there, really. I think Olivia Smith has been determined on that right-hand side. Yeah. 
Patient. Patient has had a good second half, certainly. Uh, Clancy as well has had a good second half. Uh, but th- I think they're the candidates from this performance. Leaning towards Ogara. Yeah, I think Ogara probably edges it with that late contribution for the fifth. Right, so, so Kate Ogara, we're going to give player of the match. Right, we are going to be joined uh, by James. You sprinted over. James. All right, gents. Welcome. Um, better second half. Yes. Especially the first 10 minutes or so of that second half. Yeah. We've been sure I've made you work today, haven't I? Yeah, 100%. Um, I think the first time this year I've actually given the players a bit of a rocket at half-time. Um, I don't really like doing it, especially in senior football. Like, I did. I did today. I said it's, it's not good enough. It wasn't. We weren't playing the football. We were supposed to be playing the final third again. This wasn't there came out the second half and I think we got three goals in five, six, seven minutes more. Yeah, I mean, it's still there, isn't it? That that question mark about, I mean, I jokingly said in commentary, on Tuesday night, I think it's going to be crossing and finishing, yeah. uh, which is what James is going to be yeah. doing. Am I right in that? Mate, that's, that's all we've done. I'd say four hours the last week has been cutbacks, crosses, final third. Um, and we were kind of doing it, but then... It was the stuff after it when the ball was breaking down. We were kind of heads were going down, and um, I didn't really like the application of the how we kind of put ourselves into the game in the first half. We were doing and we were getting positionally in the right spaces, but there wasn't enough bodies in the box to change the shape and to go into the second half. Uh, went to a three-five-two, put two up top, and I think having them extra bodies in the box caused problems for them. We do have to credit with Shamans in the first half; they were very well organised, and the goalkeepers uh, had a really good game. Um, how much of this was tricky for you to prepare. I mean, we were having a post-match interview last week talking about Macclesfield. You were talking about, you know, how Abbey had played at, um, at Macclesfield last season, so you had a decent idea. Yeah. But then it's all gone out the window, basically, in the middle of the week. We're, we're playing Women's Show instead. It is a tough one, and it's a tough one to get the girls up for it as well. Like, And this, no disrespect to Women's Show, is they were expecting to be going and playing at Macclesfield in a, in a, in a big stadium. Robbie Savage is going to be there and all this kind of stuff. And we hyped it up to get the girls up for it. And then all of a sudden we're going to Wivenshaw and it's, listen, it's my old club. I love it here. The surface is great. The facilities are great here. Um, good community club. But we, we then have to look at them and they're going, oh, how are Shaw doing in the league and all this? And I'm like, well, they've not had the best of starts, but I know that the lads who've come in and managing now, they're the, the coaching staff from Stockport. Um, so they've got good coaching staff here and stuff. And I know that they will get where they need to be. But for, for us... It, it it was a tough one in, in terms of preparation. Like we did need to switch things around a little bit. We did have an interview planned here. Paul had already dropped it in midway through the first half, his second half. So actually, I think this is Paul's fault. We're going yeah. to talk about the clean sheets and stuff. Yes. But we finally conceded a goal. Um, I looked up and went, "She's offside, didn't she?" Yeah, but- I, I thought she was. <laughs> but um, do you know what? I just said to the girls at the end. Then is is. It's kind of a bit of a monkey off our back, I think. Like uh, We can look at this positively or negatively. We can say, oh, we've conceded, it's the end of the world. But reality, it is football. Like You are going to concede goals. Would, I, would it be worse if we went another four or five games into the league and didn't concede a goal and they think they're invincible? And then does that rattle us yeah. when we first concede the first goal? So, listen, we, we've conceded one. Now it's out of the way. But we don't want to get into the habit of it. Like We want to concede as, as little as possible. The clean sheets are important. Sophie there, the keeper... It gutted, gutted she's conceded but to be fair to her in the fact she came out and, and she had no business getting that one yeah and, that, that was a, a fine sweeper keeper oh, really she had, she's so quick like she's one of the fittest girls she trains she's one of the fittest girls um, just to touch upon play of the match we, we were toying with the idea of, of giving it to Wivishamitz's goalkeeper who's made 10 really good saves in that in that game however we went well no because I think O'Gara that 
<laughs> she's had a good game anyway, but the the short yeah. corner and the at the end of the game, I think, kind of sealed the deal. Yeah, we do have to say, I think Chelsea patient had a great game. Uh, yeah. I think Clancy did as well, uh, and Smith on the right yeah. hand side. I mean, what what's your take on, you know what? it's, on individual performance? Individually, I think the, there's we played well. Like you, you can't fault a lot of them because they're doing the jobs. Like and and like you see again today, you, you could probably look at our starting lineup each week, and it is it is different. Like we're playing people in different positions, but um, I want to mould this team of like I've talked about before of players who can play in four or five positions and they don't get this this attachment I think last year we really struggled with players go well I'm not a centre back or I'm not a right back or like you're a footballer play like you never used to do that when you were in the park when you were a kid oh I don't like playing there you just played um, and we're trying to get back to basics with that and for me individually say I thought we were brilliant like I think Kate was good like I say Chelsea patient which she played in a couple went out onto the right a little bit and was Marauding what forward. were these overlaps about? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you know what it was? She takes things literally. I said, if, if it's on, just go. If it's on, if it's going, then I think every single time <laughs> she was looking to go. Um, I thought Shanice Reeves again was, was brilliant. She commands. You can hear her non-stop on the mm-hmm. pitch talking to her, to her teammates. Um, but I think Liv Smith did really well on the right yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, right. Next up. Yeah. Uh, we we discussed West Didsbury, how it's difficult to play a team that close uh, together. You've already said about Cheadle Town, we're going to have to mix it up, certainly for the, the Manchester Cup game. Uh, but it's the Argyle Cup this weekend. Yeah. What's, your, what's your thoughts, initial thoughts on, on Cheadle Town without giving too much away? I think they're going to be the one, probably the toughest game we've had this year. Uh, I really do think it's going to be a test of, of where our girls are at. Could really, like one of our seasons could get really derailed at this point, and, and I'm not... I'm not naive to the idea if we lose two games there, we're out of two competitions, that the, the facts of us talking about winning a treble are out the window and it's, it's all right, cool, we need to win the league. Um, whereas we could also sink one of our opponents who, who are in the league, fighting for it, and we could, we could deliver a real hammer blow to them this, in the next couple of weeks and really sink them, really let them know what we're about this year. And we could knock, knock the confidence of one of the teams. So um, I'm up for it. I'm really up for it. I've spoken to Dylan, their manager. We're, we're quite quite cordial and friendly and stuff and we both kind of know what's on the line we both know where we're at well that's taking place uh, on Sunday well James a big thank you for joining us big congratulations again and uh, we'll catch up next week cheers thanks see you soon women's team manager James Mulverhill there and the draw for the third qualifying round of the FA Cup took place on Monday afternoon and FC United have been drawn away to West Isby and Chalton in the next round with the tie to be played on the 23rd of October well that's it for this week's edition of This Club Is My Club a big thank you to everyone involved in FC Radio and the club as a whole thanks for listening and from me, Cockers, see you next time. This is FCUM Radio, officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world.